At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel. You can see the people here outside of the sports book, right outside our window here at South Point, watching this Maryland-NC State game, a game that Terps are dominating, yet they just gave up a third and 14 screen pass. Green! They couldn't rally to the ball. You got to yell that out, kids. And uh, right now, NC State trying to get something going, but it's 13 to 9. This game's still hanging in the balance. Yes, it's a Finley. Not Ryan Finley, but Ben Finley uh, at quarterback, the true freshman for NC State. Maryland's felt like the right side. Doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to get home all the time. Dave, I feel like Maryland has been the right side in this game, and I feel like we're going to still lose. I, that's, I, I hope they can get one stop here against a team that has not scored a touchdown yet today, but Maryland has kept NC State hanging around this town corner. Another screen. That's all they're doing in the offense, but it's third down now for NC State. UCLA DTR. Oof, they look really good. Two, t- two touchdown possessions so far uh, to begin their day. And right now, 14 to six. Again, that was nine. That number did go up, which again, sometimes you go, man, when you're, I'm grabbing the eight, would have rather had the nine. And now I'm seeing 13 and a half on the in play here, the live number for UCLA. And that total right now is at 58 and a half. And that's ticked up a little bit. It was 54 and a half. Uh, to begin that game. Would you look now possibly to an under? It's one of our pro tips we're going to give out in here in just a second because it now has gone up four points. Do so you think the points are going to keep coming I, here? I, I still think it's going to be an under because you look at Pittsburgh's offense. It's not been great. They've been able to pound the ball a little bit. They've gotten six points. Uh, UCLA's hit two big plays, uh, two nice throws, one on a crossing route and a deep play. The defender was right there. I just thought the receiver made the better play on that one. Uh, 
But I, yeah, right now we're at 20 points. I think it's going to slow down. And that is going to bring us to our pro tip here for hour number one, exactly to Amal's point. If your handicap like Amal's was, was towards the under, and this game was pre-flop 54 and a half, then you get the early scoring, right? Four possessions, you had scores on every possession. Two field goals from Pitt, two touchdowns for UCLA. So trust your handicap, right? It doesn't mean it's always going to get home, people. But what it means is you're getting the better of the number now if you went to 58 and a half, which is what the screen just had. So you're going to get four points to the better of your handicap. So, again, have conviction in the way that you've handicapped it. See the way it's going early. And if you have the opportunity to get the better of the number, by all means, take it. So that is the pro tip for hour number one here. Again, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you get access to up to 20 of those a day across the VEASAN spectrum. Uh, all you have to do is go to VEASAN.com. You can sort those out by show and or by sport. Maryland, they got to stop. NC State had a punt on fourth down. So now Maryland takes over up 13 to nine. Pittsburgh now has the ball back 11-20 to go here in that first half down 14-6, to six. we'll keep a watchful eye on those two games in progress. We talked about Notre Dame against South Carolina. Let's talk about the Arizona Bowl, a game that maybe flies below the radar because it's not a marquee, it's not a Notre Dame, it's not a Tennessee and Clemson that we're going to get to later on. It's not a UCLA. And now I, I, the money's been coming in, it feels like, on the Bobcats here on Ohio. And I know Wyoming's going to be without some a lot of players. Again, check those transfer portals. The no. number was about one and a half most of the week, up to three. A key number of three here for Ohio. Do you agree with this line move in favor of the Bobcats? I do. I, I like Ohio in this one. I think this Wyoming team is just not good offensively. They're solid defensively, but Craig Bowles' team is not as good as they've been in years past, and I like uh, the Bobcats here to cover the three in this matchup. 42, very low total. We are expecting yeah. defense here. How would you handicap that side? Uh, I wouldn't touch it. It's a low number, but I, I get why this number is so low, and I would lean towards the under potential here in this matchup. Okay, so that is the uh, probably the – I would say the least sexy bowl game that we have on the docket today. Yes. No offense to Wyoming or Ohio, but hey, good money can be made even on this is not necessarily the best of teams. Two good teams we feel like we're getting in the Orange Bowl, but they're not exactly the teams we saw all year to get to the Orange Bowl because we got change of quarterbacks for both Tennessee and for Clemson. One because of transfer portal, the other because of injury. Right, Hendon Hooker, his career is over at UT, and we know D DJ Uyunglele is already in the transfer portal, so he gone. So it's now Cade Klubnik is going to get the start here for Clemson. That number's come down as the week has gone on. Milton's going to get the start for Tennessee. Look at the total, 61. I think defense with Clemson, I think offense for Tennessee. Is that the right way to handicap this? I would agree with you, but I think Joe Milton is not as effective as Hendon Hooker. It hurts Tennessee offensively a little bit. I look at the Clemson Tigers with Cade Klubnik. They have an opportunity. you got two young studs in that backfield, Will Shipley, the sophomore, and Klubnik, the freshman. So a good opportunity for both of these guys. I think it should be a pretty entertaining game. Uh, not Didn't play a side in this one. I, Dave, these games are so tough, in my opinion, because who's in, who's out, how effective are the backups, all mm -hmm. those types of things. You know, you sit there and say, well, we have that unknown coming into every season. That's true, but guys have practice. You go through two-a-days, everything like that. It's a whole different scenario, and you still have some of the regulars that will be there alongside with them, but I just for me, it's tough to call these types of games. Well, when, you, when we talk about motivation, mm -hmm. right, say what you want about Davo. He's going to get his kids up for the game, right? I, I know people might go, Tennessee is the underdog. They're probably going to be more up for it. I don't know that that's the case here, because I'm sure Davo is instilling in his guys, this is game number one of 2023. Cade, this is your chance 
to, to show that you really are this five-star. You are next for Clemson. You're going to give us a chance to win for a national championship and play for one next year. Like, that's the way Dabo's thinking. What's Josh Heupel? What's the sell pitch here to Milton and beyond for Tennessee? Well, Milton, you know, he got an opportunity for show himself. Hendon Hooker's moving on, so Milton's got another year. He's got an opportunity. And um, did Talia just throw a pick? Sure did. I mean, it's, it's amazing that you just look up here and Maryland just lets the Wolfpack hang around. And there's a, a great danger in that. This is the second turnover now for Maryland. They also got stopped on downs uh, at the two-yard line early in this game. So, again, a game that Maryland's dominating uh, statistically, but it's not showing so far on the scoreboard. No, not at all. And uh, to, uh, the NC State Wolfpack take over the 36-yard line of yeah. Maryland. So, they just need one first down there in comfortable field goal range. So, in a 13-9 game, you can still take points here with 11 minutes to go, and you can still win with a field goal late. So, just something to pay attention to. But to finish up your thoughts on the Clemson game, I've got to tell you, I want to see how it plays out first half. You know, perfect example. I was with you with Washington yesterday. No mm -hmm. Bijan, no Johnson in there at the tailback position. Um, I looked at Texas depth chart and I go, okay, you're you're leading rusher in this game at 180 yards rushing on the season. We saw a non-existent running game for Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, Quinn Ewers doesn't look like he's the guy. I'm very happy he transferred from Ohio State. And um, I, I, is that your takeaway though? That you think that Ewers will not be the guy? And we know we got a Manning getting ready to go to Texas. I think Sark is great at designing plays. I love Worthy on the perimeter. I know he didn't have a good game yesterday, but I still think overall that um, Ewers should be better than he's been so far. I think we're also in trouble in this Pittsburgh side here uh, early because DTR is lighting out. We saw there were some things going on before the game kicked off here. Looked like they were getting into it a little bit, and yeah. DTR has continued some of that here with uh, the, some of the Pittsburgh players here. But right now, they are just struggle city yeah. to defend this high-tempo Chip Kelly offense. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, uh, UCLA already in field goal range at the 29-yard line of Pittsburgh. So, opportunity to go 17 to potentially 21-6. to six. You ready for this for the live number? UCLA is up to 19.5. Wow, that's a big number. So, again, even though, like, th th this is exactly something we're talking about. I liked Pittsburgh getting eight. Now they're getting 19.5. Yeah. So is, sometimes you feel like you're drawn dead and you don't want to double up on, on a bad wager, right? But I do think eventually Pittsburgh will get back in this game. I'm almost going to wait and see if UCLA does score a touchdown here. If it gets to 21-6 to six and I can get over 20 points with Pittsburgh, I might have to roll the dice there and, and back the Panthers. Yeah, not a bad scenario there. It's, it's exactly, depending on the game and how you feel about the team that you're backing, based on that makes a huge uh, ruling there in terms of how you're going to go with it or not. Okay, and again, there's a ruling on the field for NC State and Maryland is to see if the interception holds. And it looks like it is going to stand. So NC State does have the ball deep in Maryland territory. By the way, that was the worst referee for TV if you're watching yeah. someone. There's no uh, audio because he didn't signal first down Maryland. This. He didn't signal incomplete he didn't pass. He gave us nothing. Nothing. Gave us nothing. You got to give us something there. So, again, back to Tennessee and Clemson very quickly tonight, which really does have the makings, we feel, for the marquee game mm -hmm. of the day today. Is the lean towards Clemson? Because the numbers come down, what, seven all the way down to four here. And I actually like Klubnik here if I'm looking at quarterbacks over Milton. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Uh, but to me, I tell you, I, I'm curious about this total being so high. I would look towards a potential under here. Now, Tennessee's going to go Temple. That's the one challenge when you're playing an under. But are they going to score that many points on this Clemson defense? That's the big question mark I have. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at that number of 61. And again, maybe if you don't have a strong feeling on that, 
on the uh, total here. You wait, see how the first ha uh, first quarter plays out, and then see where the number fluctuates like we're talking about here with UCLA. Uh, right now, almost a 20-point uh, uh, in-game as they're looking for more points here against Pittsburgh. By the way, very quickly, let's just update this on the screen. North Carolina has now flipped. This is like, like election night. Uh, all precincts have not voted yet. But NC State has now flipped to a favorite yeah. in this game, laying a point and a half as they are deep in Maryland territory at about the 12-yard line with a second down. How do you handicap that in the total now, the live total, all the way down from 45 to 35 and a half? Well, first of all, they get a touchdown. They're only up three. So if you're Maryland, you have an opportunity to be able to uh, tie the game with three. What did you say the in-game number was? The in-game number uh, went to NC State laying a point and a half. If you like NC State, I would take that, but I would not take the point and a half with Maryland. And the reason is, uh, if you go to the overtime, you've probably likelihood it's going to be a win of six, seven, three, or two. So I don't know if the one and a half is going to be that big of a number for you. And right now, third and six. And great point, Amal, that you brought up. So again, when you look at these numbers as they change on your screens here, and you got to be—it's play by play that they're going to be updated, yeah. right? Certainly in a fourth quarter situation like this. NC State's not going to go for it unless it gets to fourth and one. It's third and nine, right? They'll yeah. kick the field goal. They got, a, they got a, a Groza Award winner or yeah. finalist, I believe, as kicker. So it's it's automatic points here for NC State if you don't get the first down. Right, and if Maryland ends up losing the game 15-13, that's why the plus two-and-a-half in-game on Maryland would be so crucial if it gets to, gets to, excuse that, point. Me, gets to that point. There's so many different scenarios where it could play out that way. As let's see if they can it's make it. It's going to be short. So it's going to be fourth and three. So now nine and a half minutes to go. You got three timeouts. I'd kick. Okay. And you, you got a great kicker. And to Amal's point here, if you're in the state thinking about winning the game, that's the easiest, easiest pathway if they decide to kick. So again, those numbers keep changing. They're changing the UCLA game as well. well Turnover Bruins. What? <laughs> Turnover Bruins. Stephanie with a thumbs up behind the glass. Let's go, Pitt. I should have hopped in at 19 and a half. I did not. Probably, Let's come back. probably 15 and a half or 14 and a half now is the number. We'll talk about the New Year's Eve day bowls and break those down next when you come back with us here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is a gift that keeps on giving. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for just $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You're going to get $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recaps of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VSIN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. We roll on a lot of fun here in the studio. We are all on pit. We will uh, we'll, uh, say that. Remember, they were getting eight, eight and a half up in the end game. You could have grabbed 19 and a half. We right. just gave out the pro tip for hour one. Trust your handicap. I wish I'd listened to my own advice there and hopped on Pittsburgh because they did get a turnover of UCLA. And now they're moving the ball about midfield against UCLA. So if you, if you grab the 19 and a half on Pittsburgh and the live number, good for you because that number is long gone. It's now down to 10 and a half here as Pittsburgh is trying to move the ball. Uh, and Maryland, again, has the ball back. NC State did kick the field goal 13-12. to 12. This reminds me of Rocky, which was best picture in 1976. When, um, very Duke recent says, reference. Very recent. Just happened. This is a great movie. That Duke says to Apollo, he goes, he doesn't think it's a damn show. He thinks it's a damn fight. Let's finish this bum and let's go home. That's what I want Maryland to do to NC State. They're letting them hang around. Tua Tungavailoa, or Talia Tungavailoa, and the Maryland offense has been pretty inept here in the second half, and that last turnover gave life to NC State. So just a one-point Maryland lead right now. Yeah, you know it's a bad out route throw when the receiver hasn't even gotten into his break yet and the Ooh. ball's already hitting the ground on where he's supposed to be. So second and 10 here for the Terps uh, as Michael Oxley just shakes his head. His head like, this is my, this is my pro prospect. Come on to Leo. So I told you he's going pro and striker, probably striker medical. Yeah. You know, if, <laughs> where if, else is he going pro? If this was a showcase game, it's not been a great showcase so far for Talia as Maryland's going to have third and short here. We'll watch closely on that one. Nine minutes to go here in that second half. Let's get to tomorrow's games here on new year's Eve day. Iowa against Kentucky. Are you going to watch this game? Of course I am. I'm a Big Ten homer. Okay. I, I know you hate the term, but this is going to be a rock fight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, at least you're learning some of the things. I know that they, it's like, who gets in a rock fight? The total is 31, not halftime. The game is 31, Amal Shaw, on principle alone. How do, you, how do you not take the over? 
Uh, you just have to, right? At 31, you I mean, have just, to. just on so principle. So many things can go wrong. Yeah, Strip absolutely. six, sack, fumbles, pick six, fumbled, kick. I mean, there's so many ways to get to 31. I would agree with you there. All right. So that, I think we both look at it and go, it's just too, too low to play the under. Yeah. The good news is if you miss three quarters of this game, you're not going to miss much. No. Just probably want to watch the fourth quarter. It's going to be a tight game potentially. Uh, I don't have a lean one way or the other here, Dave. Going to stay away from this game. I think it should be competitive. I think uh, Stoops is a tremendous coach. Um, Ference, hopefully he doesn't mismanage the clock like he did in 05 against LSU and Drew Tate bailed him out. We got uh, quarterbacks uh, changing, obviously, in the portal. Uh, you know, Will Levis is obviously not going to be playing in this game for Kentucky. Expected to be a high draft pick here uh, in the first round of the NFL draft. Iowa is laying those two and a half. I know a lot of people might just grab the points with Kentucky and say in a game where there's just going to be minimal scoring, why would I lay points? Correct. Yeah, it's a fair point. And, uh, but again, it's going to come down to who you think is going to win the game. I don't think these te- teams are going to do anything out of the ordinary, but two and a half could be a factor in this game. I mean, 16, 14 is so plausible with these two teams offensively. You know, I would never ever advise uh, teasing college games. Correct. Right. But if I were to do a six point tease, this is to, the game. This is the game. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, this would be the one where I'd say, I got to take Kentucky plus eight and a half and find a dance partner somewhere else. How, like, about, how about Michigan down to two and a half? Ooh, uh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. See, exactly. Or seven and a half out there for Michigan, maybe down to a point and a half to almost make it a just win baby Al Davis game. I kind of like that. Again, it's not a good practice in college football. It really is not. Right. But when a total is this low at 31, how could I not tease that up to eight and a half and take the points with Kentucky? Yeah, not, not, not a bad play at all. Uh, I'm talking myself into it live <laughs> on the air. That's what I'm doing. Because I haven't done that, but it just seems to make sense for a game where we're expecting, what, three touchdowns total? Potentially? Uh, four, four, four and a field goal. Four and a field goal. Yeah. So I might be leaning that way and taking eight and a half and find oh, that dance partner maybe with I Michigan. knew Narduzzi was a dummy. Okay, Pittsburgh scores a touchdown to make it 14-12. I knew this guy would start chasing points in the second quarter with 3.49 to go. The aggressive Pat Narduzzi is going to go for two. But we got a timeout. That's in college. Did they do, yeah, they did that in pro, too. So we get a timeout here. As Nard- By the way, Narduzzi's so animated. I love it. Give me life. 14-12, by the way, Pittsburgh. So let's look at that live number now. Remember, this is the advantage of in-game wagering. Right. It was 19 and a half. Five minutes ago. You know what it is now, Maul? Five, uh, hold on, hold on. Right now, it's 14-12. I'm going to say 7.5. Bruins, 8.5. You're really good, 7.5. Uh. You're really good at that. So, again, that's a 12-point swing in the matter of five real minutes. Yeah, that's exactly. How, that's how quickly things can change here. Turnover by UCLA and then the big play uh, for Pittsburgh. Big Talia play, Maryland. by law, pro prospect. <laughs> <laughs> just made a play. We've been waiting all day for Toledo to make a play. A nice and Maryland's throw. got the ball first down at the NC State 40. That one's starting to hang in the balance. And those numbers are starting to switch as well. I'll get you one. My screen just went blank. 34.5 got an injury to an NC State player. But 34.5 is the in-game total. And right now with Maryland clinging to a one-point lead, any points, even a field goal here, and of course you'd love the touchdown if you're a Maryland backer, but the way is inept NC State with only four field goals to show, you'd feel like a four-point lead would feel pretty big. I would agree with you there. I'll tell you what, this is unconventional, and I know you might disagree with me on this one. Mm-hmm. If Maryland scores a touchdown to go up 19-12, I would go for two. Oh, that's the new math. No, Pass. no, 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 no. The, the, there's a particular reason. Bring it. 
I don't think this team is really going to probably be able to go down the field on you and score. However, with this quarterback in there, with Finley in there, the young freshman, you go for two, and if you make it, now you're up nine points. You force this team to throw. I think it just allows your defense to take so much advantage of that. Here's I I, I understand the logic, and I and I think it's it not does, even logical. It's just it's just my gut, gut. feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, because you're like, hey, we can end the game with a two two and a half yard play. Correct. Right. Three. Yeah. Three yards and use your offense and your mobility. You're more confident in your offense. I actually love that approach. My one concern from a Maryland backer. If they score and they go for two, I, I, that's why I'm saying it's not logical. Right. That's not the right play because if NC State scores, they might go for two and they could win the game instead of where you'd wind up in a tie. And this is where actually having a play on Maryland changes my mental approach because I agree with you. I actually think the smarter play would be Maryland going for the knockout and getting a two-score lead. Again, we're, we're just saying if they score a touchdown, whether or not the right decision would be to go to, to make it a nine-point lead if you get the two versus the sure point, an eight-point lead, but it's still tieable for NC State with a touchdown and a two. Yeah, absolutely. And look, if people said they disagree with it, I, I have no argument against it. I, I, I don't, look, I'm not saying it's actually the right play. It's not a play I would normally make. Mm-hmm. I would say take the two. That way they can't beat you with a two-point conversion. But I'm not confident. But I, I do think Maryland's offense is still capable with Talia of getting two points. And as two. you said, Pittsburgh does the right thing. They go for two. No, I still disagree with it. I, I still I still disagree <laughs> no, I, with it. I'm, I'm kidding them all because yeah. you're right. I think the right thing to do is to kick it. They went for two. They get the two. Pittsburgh has tied up UCLA inexplicably here somehow at 14 all before we get to halftime. Nice little route there. But again, yeah. I'm with you. You're chasing points too early. The, the risk of not getting it is too much versus the opportunity to get the two. That's my whole argument. We don't know how the game, the rest of the game is going to play out. Still a long way to go. Let's say they kick the extra points, 14-13. Bruins go down, get a field goal. Now it's 17-13. You're still there. Now, if you miss the two-pointer and UCLA scores, now you're down nine. So that's, uh, to me, I want to stay in the game as late as possible. You know you know where you see coaches make a common mistake? Bring it. They score and it's 22. They're down 22. And then all of a sudden, 16. They won't go for two there, but what they don't realize it's better to go for two in that scenario early, because if you miss, you can go two out of three on two point conversions, or you can go one for one and be down 14 instead of waiting for the final one to go hundred percent. Totally agree with that math. And again, uh, right now in the Maryland game here, as we do a little live bet today, if you will, uh, they're going to be first down very close to a first down. Looks like they're going to get a good spot here at about the 27. So We'll see. And again, get at us on Twitter. Adam Walshaw one at D Ross sports. It, it is, it is an unconventional way of thinking. What Amal's point is that Maryland's up one. If they were to score the touchdown and be up seven, the extra point obviously keeps it a one score game. You have the opportunity potentially to go for two and make it a two score game with as inept as NC state's offenses. That almost feels like an insurmountable lead at nine if it was a capable offense, I would probably say, yeah, just just kick the extra point and make it an eight-point game. I'll be curious if that scenario plays out for Mike Loxley, what he does here. Maryland, you know, has to get the touchdown first. But Amal, that is a it's a new way of thinking of new math, if you will, in, in college and pro football. Well, no, look, you know, I'm just looking at time scoring situation and I look at the way NC State has moved the ball. But mm-hmm. I, I think the one thing and kind of just thinking about it, I would push back on is I don't want NC State to be able to beat me on one play. That would so be my concern. Th- th- that's the argument. I get it. I, I just, 
I just want to see them throw throw the ball there, and they're going to struggle to, in my opinion. All right, let's keep the horse in front of the cart, see if Maryland can get that, that touchdown first. 13 to 10, seven minutes to go there. We'll update all those numbers and NFL and more college football talk. Come on back. It's Big That's here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Big news for our friends in the great state of Ohio. DraftKings Sportsbook is going to be live in your state starting Sunday, January 1st at exactly 12.01 a.m. So to celebrate, all new customers are going to get $200 in free bets when they sign up today, right now. Plus, Five lucky customers will win a $100,000 free bet. I say again, five lucky Ohioans will get the opportunity to have a $100,000 free bet. And while you're from the great state of Ohio, so I ask you, sir, I'm, I'm going to give you a fake stipulation. This is not a stipulation by DraftKings. But for the conversation perspective, this will be our stipulation. You have to wager that $100,000 only on one wager, mm -hmm. and you have tomorrow's bowl games to choose from. Let me give you your, your options. You've got that great contest between Iowa and Kentucky. You can lay two and a half with Iowa or take the side of 31. TCU getting seven and a half against Michigan, total of 58. Ohio State down to six from six and a half, total of 62 and a half. You have your opportunity, or K-State getting seven against Alabama. Total of 56. Malshaw, what do you do with that $100,000 free bet? It you know, look, it comes down to, A, how gutsy you are. B, what, do you, what are you looking to do? Mm -hmm. I think the safest route is Michigan Moneyline. Ooh. And I think uh, Stephen, Minus $3. Yeah, minus $3, right? So I think the Wolverines are going to win the game. I believe they're going to cover, but if you're concerned about it, then do you avoid playing it? And so that's the big question. You know, if you bet $100,000 on uh, minus $300, you are going to get back $33 and, you know, $333. So... Good opportunity here if you if you think that's a safe route. Um, if you're gutsy and if you think either TCU or Ohio State can win, I think Ohio State's got a better chance to beat Georgia than TCU does to beat Michigan. Um, you take the money line on the hundred grand, you can walk out with two hundred thousand plus. I, I guess there's look five lucky winners going to get that opportunity in Ohio. I guess the idea is it wasn't my money to begin with, so do I play it for like that thirty three thousand? with the safer play of a Michigan Moneyline play versus let's take a real shot at life-changing money here and let me take a dog and double up that 100K to 200K. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You can go for it. So it, it does depend on where you might be financially. We understand that. I, I think it's a big factor in how you approach it. I totally, totally agree. Let's get back uh, very quickly to some of those games. We talked a little bit about um, the rock fight that should be Iowa and Kentucky. What about Bama against K-State? This number is interesting now. It's, it's been fluctuating, right? The news that Will Anderson and Bryce Young are going to play, this was all the way down about three, three and a half. Now it's been pushed all the way back up to seven for Roll Tide. But I'm all, they're not going to play the whole game. Nick Saban's not going to say, you guys stay out there and win one more for a good old St. Nick. Like, they're going to play for a while, I would assume. How does that affect your handicap for Bama against K-State? It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. Remember, Alabama's got a lot of receivers in the transfer portal, so it'll be a challenge here for Bryce Young and company in terms of what they're able to do offensively. But, um, you know, that's the one thing you got to check. Is Gibbs going to be in the game for Alabama in this one? Uh, I, I believe he's going to play, but, you know, you want to confirm that before you look at them in their running game. Mm -hmm. 
you have so many players. How how long is Will uh, Anderson going to play? Remember, we saw Mohamed Ibrahim didn't play the second half yesterday and against that Minnesota. That changed that Minnesota game. Hughes yeah. came back, covered the number for me. A part of it was backdoored it beautifully. Right? Fourth and eight. I was right there with oh, you. Oh wow, what a what a sweat that was. But that's the point. There's some of these great players in college. They'll show for their team a little bit, but they're not going to play when they're going to be potentially high draft picks. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I was just on SiriusXM this morning, and uh, Ben Hartsock and I were having a discussion. He disagreed with me in terms of, he goes, you know, you got to show loyalty to your team. And I said, I can appreciate where you're coming from, but people go to college to put themselves in a position to become better earners, and you don't want to harm yourself in that sense uh, from potentially getting hurt in the game. So, interesting scenario in terms of how this thing plays out. I'm playing defense on, on the TV screens. So here, here comes the hand motion. So NC state's got a fourth down about midfield, fourth and nine. They got a punt. So they got timeouts. You think yeah. they punt the football? Well, there's four and a half minutes to go. 440 to go. You punt the ball, in my opinion, but they're going they're for it. On go fourth for and it. Nine. So let's NC state rolling the dice here. UCLA just scored in a pinball machine here. If you had Pittsburgh first half, that's a, that's kind of a tough one there because they just scored with 57 seconds to go. Now Narduzzi and this offense has been moving it. Maybe they got a chance to come down and get three, but 20 to 14 right now, UCLA leapfrogs back in front. Boy, talk about manipulating the market with the numbers. You could be doing that in this game because the numbers are fluctuating sure. from, you know, pre-flop of nine, eight and a half, up to 19 and a half, down to six, seven, and it's going to go right back up now, and it's back up to 11 and a half with UCLA regaining uh, that lead. And it looks like uh, NC State's going to punt. They took a delay game penalty. Which was not necessarily the bad, uh, a good way where you're trying to see if Maryland would jump. Absolutely. To make it fourth and four. Then you could go for it. Absolutely. But with three timeouts, NC State will play defense. So with 440 to go here, NC State's going to try to get a three and out. If they don't, they're going to start using those timeouts. Maryland's probably looking at three first downs potentially to put this thing away. If they can possess the ball here again, we always talk about this is dangerous. Um, punt returns deep in your own end here. So job number one for Maryland will be to secure, secure the ball here and actually gain possession with only 440 to go there. Uh, so we talked about opt-outs and how long will your stars play. That will not be the case in the national semifinals. We know these guys are going to go, and they got something to play for. We mentioned the TCU game against Michigan. It has ticked back up to eight. This one, I believe, started around nine, came down to seven, and now we're kind of middling right there at eight. So this is not really fluctuating. Maybe two points, right? And we kind of end in the middle here in that total, high total of 58 and a half. I know we both like Michigan, but do you like them to cover the number? I do. I think Michigan's offensive line is going to be able to dominate TCU. I think they're just a little bit too complete of a football team. I know TCU has played well, but I thought what Kansas State showed a really good blueprint. And not only that, I, I just think that the Big 12 was the most competitive league from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the league as a whole at the top is as good as the Big 10 or the SEC when you look at the top teams. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I know people love a good story, and certainly they're going to love the, the TCU story here for the Horn Frogs being the true underdog in this role out of the, out of the Big Four that are left. But I just wonder, it, it almost has a Michigan feel from a year ago. If you remember when Michigan got into the national championship after, after being Ohio State, not saying they were happy to be there right. against uh, against Georgia last year, but now Michigan's the team that's like, no, we're back for a reason this year, and TCU might be that team that's really happy to accomplish everything that they've already accomplished. And I just wonder, maybe the, the lights might be a little bit too bright for them on this stage. Yeah, I tend to agree with you, but you know what? Don't discount them. I think this team yeah. has still got an opportunity, and uh, Dyke's a tremendous coach. I don't, I don't think it's going to be... To me, the problem is it's not that Michigan is that much better. It's just that I think the line of scrimmage is where they're going to be able to control the action. 
and that'll make a difference, in my opinion, in terms of uh, favoring Michigan. Let's get to the other game here, which, again, it feels like there's slight Ohio State money coming in. This has never really hit seven. I haven't seen sevens out there. I'm seeing some sixes flash in the screen now, and six and a halfs here as well, 62. So we know how important that number of seven is. For the fact that it never got there, does that tell you that maybe Sharps are waiting to see if the general public bets Georgia gets it to seven and hammers it right back down to six and a half? Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's the case. I I think, you know, so many times there's such a recency bias, and people are looking, well, Ohio State lost by, I think, what, 22 to Michigan? Mm -hmm. You know, they're down eight in the fourth quarter. It was 31-23, and there was a couple of big play by Edwards. So uh, Georgia's been tremendous all year long, comes in undefeated, the rightful favorite, and the number one seed in the college football playoff. Had a great year. I would point to a couple of hiccups they had along the way. A perfect example at uh, Missouri. That was a game they could have just as easily lost as they won that game. Uh, They were dominant in the two bookend games at the Georgia Dome. This would be the third time they're playing there. Excuse me, Mercedes-Benz Dome. Mm -hmm. Against um, Oregon and then against uh, LSU. But the one thing is we saw LSU throw the ball for a ton of yards on them. Let's see if Ohio State's able to do that. You've got two of the top three offensive lines in college football playing in this game. So, these offensive lines and how much protection they provide each individual quarterback will really kind of go a long way in determining who wins or loses this game. I know when you start to work with somebody, you kind of almost sense where they're going to mm-hmm. go. Cause my question to you is going to be, how do you attack this Georgia defense? Yeah. And I think you laid out the blueprint for LSU, yeah. the way they did it, Ohio state. It's hard to run against the dogs. Yep. So is this going to be a CJ Stroud game where it's like, let's put it on this kid who could be the number one pick of the NFL draft and see if he's really as good as advertised, which we know he is, but now you're going up against the best defense you've probably seen this year. Yeah, absolutely right. I, I think you summarized it perfectly. I think it's an opportunity for both sides to really showcase themselves. Now, Georgia's defense isn't as good as it was last year, but still, they're elite. And statistically, they might be a little bit ahead in terms of points per game, but I don't think they faced a team offensively this year. When you look at the best offense that they've played this year, mm-hmm. it's Tennessee followed by Oregon. And Tennessee just looked completely pedestrian. Now, weather was a bit of a factor in the second half of that game in Athens, but still give Georgia a ton of credit. They were prepared for Hendon Hooker and company. I thought they abandoned the run a little bit too quickly. Yeah. This would be interesting to see how this one plays out. I, I big games like this. I always love the opening two drives, the one for the, uh, you know, one team. The and set plays split. that have already called. Yeah, I want to see how do you do, like, how does Ohio State fare? Do they take the ball first? Does Michigan take the ball first? If TCU has it first, how do they do against Mich- um, TC- uh, Michigan's defense? The one thing that bodes well for TCU, though, real quickly, Dave, is that when you look at Ohio State, they had ample opportunity against Michigan. The one thing that was a problem was Ohio State didn't have the mobility of their quarterback position the way TCU does. So this should be an interesting one. When we come back, we've got a developing situation in this Pittsburgh game. Not necessarily great news for Panther backers like us. We'll tell you what it is and update those live numbers next here on Big Bets on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The countdown to 2023 has begun, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start off the new year with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023 in style. You log on to betrivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app. On December 31st, tomorrow, you're going to get a 22% profit boost. Then on Sunday, log in again. January 1, get a 23% profit boost on any qualifying offer. That's right. Celebrate Brett Burris with not one but two profit boosts. It is a whole new ball game. We got ball games all over the place here. Three ball games in action. South Carolina and Notre Dame has just kicked. We'll get to those. But I do want to get to the pro tip for hour number two. It's something you discussed in college basketball and finding those middle opportunities that were very profitable for you. Amal, explain to the people what you do with college basketball and how you can possibly win two for the price of one. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we could have done it in the UCLA game against yeah. Pittsburgh here. If you had UCLA minus eight or nine, and then when Pittsburgh was plus 19 and a half, you could have taken Pitt and 19 and a half on the end game. Uh, so if the game lands anywhere between UCLA winning between 10 and uh, 19 points, uh, could win both bets. So in essence, you're only putting up 5% of the wager amount to be able to win 200% in essence, right? right. Because you would have bet 110 on both sides. You could, you're in essence betting $10, $10 to win 200. And in college, in basketball in general, NBA mm-hmm. as well, there's these huge runs and huge swings. So if you get those opportunities for those big middles, exactly. you, you find them, right? Yeah, absolutely right. Great opportunities there. And I, I think in, you'll find in basketball great chances to make money as uh, Maryland just picks it off. And that should be curtains. 
It should be curtains. And by the way, very quickly, just wrap up. That is our pro tip for our number two. Again, look at it in basketball. You get those wild swings here. So you have the opportunity to look for those middle opportunities, and you can really be profitable both ways. So realize that when you're looking at your screens here in college and pro basketball. That is the pro tip for hour number two. Again, those are available for VEASAN Pro subscribers. When you go to VEASAN.com, sort those out by show and or by sport. We've reached halftime in the Sun Bowl. UCLA does cover the first half number. But still in the balance here, 21-14, as Pittsburgh uh, got off the deck there and made that competitive. You mentioned Maryland, and uh, they just get that pick. I'm sure they're going to review it and make sure. But NC State doesn't have any timeouts. Very quickly, we do the math here, 40-second clock. This thing should all be wrapped up. NC State not able to get an offensive touchdown so far in the day. Yeah, well, they can't technically run the clock out because there's 228 left. But Do you run plays or take knees? If it were me coaching... I'd have my guys running backwards. Wow. Run around, run backwards. You've got to kill off. You realistically have to kill off about 12 seconds because you, if you can just manage to do that. Um, Oof, almost a dangerous snap. Yeah. They, they do I mean, run a play. And by the way, your shotgun, mm-hmm. right? And I know like we've seen, we saw it with Dak Prescott yeah. last night, the guy under center where you, you fumbled the snap. Sure. Well, boy, boy, that snap almost got away. The only thing that could kill you now is a fumble. Yeah, absolutely right. But what my argument is, I would just basically take a delay of game and get that extra second. And then, you know, on the fourth down play, depending on how much time is left, I mean, but 220 is hard. But if realistically, if you run a play and it takes six seconds, you can take off what equates to two minutes and 15 seconds, Mm -hmm. assuming you snap the ball one every time. But instead of doing that, what I would do is I'd take the play clock all the way down to one, call a timeout. And they have two timeouts left. I just saw Mike Loxley kind of motion to to Leah Tagovailoa, take the timeout with one. And what we're getting at, people, you're going, well, this game is done. There could be one more play of consequence. They actually ran another play, a real play, and it's going to be third down now. It'll be under a minute to go before this third down snap. And what you're trying to avoid is having a snap for a punt. That's really what you're trying to avoid. That's exactly right. Because that's kind of the only way right now that you can get beat unless there's a fumbled exchange here. So Maryland looks like they're one minute away from winning the Duke Mayo Bowl. I tell you what, trophy. that crystal football they had was nicer than they're giving away for the college football national title trophy. Pretty sweet. That isn't was it? nice. Did you see the the monstrosity that is the Fiesta Bowl trophy? It's a lot of uh, consternation on social media. The, the it looks the, like the a, gold football. It looks years? like it's something you'd see like in Game of Thrones. It look it's just there's a lot of things on it. And I know some well, people are like, it's too gaudy. Well, I'm surprised the Fiesta Bowl had any money left after what they pay the Fiesta Bowl director. <laughs> looks like Maryland's going to pick up the first down, so the question is moot. It looks like they'll be able to take knees here, 42 seconds. Third, third and six, and you allow them running right through the middle. We'll take it, though. Maryland mm-hmm. is going to cash those tickets here if you had the Terps, and they also cover that second-half number as they're going to win this thing 16-12, to 12, barring any Joe Pasarczyk holy roller situation. Boy, Dave, you missed your calling. You should have been a play-by-play guy. These guys, I mean, like one second left, everybody's on the field. We're going to go ahead and project the final score is going to be 16 to 12. Looks like we've got a good chance of a 16 to 12 final here, so congrats. My God, you guys all must have gone to the same school. I know. I wanted to go to Syracuse, but I went to VCU. They're, They're like the guys with pocket quads that they only play hands pre-flop with pocket quads. It is official. Maryland gets that win 16 to 12. Uh, Very quickly, when I look at the in-game now, or or guess second half number for UCLA, after what we saw, competitive first half here for the Panthers, it's now up to 13 and a half, the total staying high. Remember pre-flop, that was 54 and a half here, and UCLA was a nine-point favorite. Now they're up to 13 and a half and 62 and a half. 
What do you make after what we saw in the first half? Narduzzi's bunch, they still feel alive even though they're down seven. Yeah, I have a feeling, though, they might get their doors blown off oh. here. Uh, so I'm going to look to jump ship here with the and take the Bruins. I think UCLA has just been moving the ball so well that I, I'm not sure Pittsburgh's going to be able to continue to do so. And remember, UCLA gets the ball to start the second half. Uh, by the way, we already have a score in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. And how about this? South Carolina? Yeah. Uh, off the deck early here, seven nothing for the dog. Remember, they're getting about four and a half. How about this? It closed at five. Notre Dame money coming in strong. So, you know, if you like Notre Dame, this is why we're talking about it. Instead, you didn't want to lay that number. You should have looked in game here because South Carolina getting that early score, it might be down to as close to a pick em. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you're already seeing, as you alluded to, uh, South Carolina right down the field taking the early lead. I didn't realize this game started at 1245. I thought it was a one o'clock start time, but uh, quick, quick kick here. And yeah. by the way, the in-game number, South uh -huh. Carolina is now favored by a point and a half. Yeah, not surprised. So, again, but that's a good education, right? Yeah. If you like Notre Dame, but you were leery of laying five because tick, tick, you kept, you know, price tag kept going up on the Irish. If you still like the handicap of the Irish, now would be the time to hop in. You're catching a point and a half. Yeah, and I just like the fact that the Gator Bowl is no longer on NBC. That was the, the annoying one on January 1 when you'd have to go over to NBC. Don Cricky used to do that game, I believe, on NBC. I thought it was him, but I thought it was also sometimes Charlie Jones. Charlie Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those guys are legends uh, in the day. So I, think, I think we're a little bit cavalier with the word legend these days in life. Charlie Jones, Don Cricky, not legends? Well, Voices? if they're legends, then you got about 3 million other legends. I'm just saying. I don't know what Charles Arbuckle is wearing in studio for the, uh, the Sun Bowl game here, but it is uh, – Look it up on social media, kids. It'll be on there. It's an amazing tuxedo that he's got on to rock the new year. So uh, Notre Dame down 7-0 uh, early here. Again, we mentioned backup quarterback. And, again, your stud tight end is out. They're going to have to punt here on fourth down. So South Carolina right now looking pretty good to start that football game. I do want to get very quickly in the final minutes we have. Is there a game in the NFL that you really like this weekend? It's You know, it's so we're wrapped up in the yeah. bowl season here. Uh, we talked a little bit about it um, earlier with Nick Whalen. You know, the Saints are getting five and a half in Philadelphia. The Colts getting five and a half against the Giants in key e NFC battles here. Uh, what do you make of those two in particular? Because I, I kind of feel like the Saints are live and the numbers coming down. The Saints are actually getting bet and taking some money here. Yeah, uh, this is going to be an interesting game. But the Saints have had a good defense all year long. And I think that's what people are banking on. Yep. Now, we did uh, Jalen Hurts did return to practice this week. It'll mm -hmm. be interesting to see how that plays out. But Dave, the big thing for me is you asked me a game that I like. I love Tampa. I said it earlier in the week at three. I said the line's going to go up. It's at three and a half yep. now. I think the Buccaneers are still better than Carolina. And I think we're looking at too much in a vacuum of how they've underperformed. Um, oh, Brian Jones with the tuxedo. Oh, that's a fantastic e. tuxedo in studio. So uh, <laughs> check that out. You can see that one on studio. I, I was, you know, it's funny. So uh, I do new has the show every Friday and I was asking him, his co-host, obviously Brian Jones there in the CBS studio. I said, you got to ask your guy, Brian Jones, why does he dye his hair, but then doesn't dye his beard? I never understood that. If you're going to dye the hair, don't you have to dye the beard? Curtain's got to match the drapes. That's what they tell you, right? You got, you, like if you're doing the living room, that's how you're supposed to do it to make sure everything matches. No question. But it's an interesting look. Maryland gets the win. South Carolina's got the football back. 7-0 there. Uh, very quickly, you mentioned Jalen Hurts. He did practice. No word yet from Sirianni uh, whether or not it's going to be Gardner Minshew. Is this a game that he might want to play for MVP consideration? Because remember, he's slip sliding away without playing in actual games. I, I think mathematically, until do they have they don't have the one seed wrapped up Not yet. yet. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And I think if you're uh, so you don't worry about the individual awards. 
even though his teammates are clamoring for it. They're like, he's the MVP. He's a, I mean, that's what teammates do. But if you're Nick Sirianni, you got to think big picture. I don't know. I, it depends on you as an individual, but I personally, I couldn't care less about the individual awards right. or accolades. I've always said, you want to become a marketing doll? Go up and when you win the Heisman and say, hey, listen, I want you to put the name of the university I attend as that because you can't win a Heisman by yourself. But he's 10 to 1 now in the marketplace. I mean, he's slipping away without playing a game. Yeah, somehow Patrick Mahomes, that Super Bowl-like performance against the Seahawks has vaulted him to a $5 favorite now. Yeah, the Heisman moment. Yeah. Reaching over and hitting the pylon that, against the Seahawks. That's what it was. Everybody went, yeah, that everybody's going, oh, that's, that's the Heisman. Are we going to have those now in the NFL? Oh, fumbles South Carolina. Oh, Notre Dame off the deck. So down seven, nothing but good field positions as they start off in South Carolina territory. Mall, uh, what a fun 2022. Can't wait to start up 2023 with you, my friend. Yeah, can't wait to as well. I just want to wish everyone a safe, happy, and uh, healthy new year. What he said. We'll see you in 2023 right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.